Welcome to America's favorite wellness hour, Healthy by Nature, with certified clinical nutritionist Marty Whittakin. Welcome to Healthy by Nature. I want to start by acknowledging that, yes, I know what day this is. It's September 11th and the 20th anniversary of the horrific terrorist attack that America suffered. Um, I want to acknowledge it, but I I think Healthy by Nature is ill-prepared to do justice to some type of commemoration, and there are lots of those going on right now, various kinds of of uh, memorials and testimonials and commemorations. So we'll leave that to people who can do a better job of it. And Healthy by Nature will stick to our regular business of trying to save lives from other kinds of threats. And to that end, today we'll have two guests. Sally, I always hesitate when I say it because I think I get it wrong, but Jolik who is a registered nurse and the author of the, uh, I think it's the seminal book on vitamin B12, and uh, she has a new edition about pediatric issues regarding B12. Lots of really important information, even about the relationship of B12 to COVID. And then on that topic, in the second half of the show, our our hero, Dr. Peter McCullough, will be on to answer some timely questions about COVID-19. So I hope you will hang in there for that. Um, and on a cheery note, I wanted to say I was rooting, of course, for the Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys, to win on Thursday night. They didn't, but they didn't embarrass themselves either. I thought they looked pretty good. But the main thing I wanted to bring up is Tampa Bay's Tom Brady. I mean, he is the poster boy for taking care of yourself. Here he is, 44 years old, and he's out there playing world-class football with 20-somethings. And if anybody knows how I could get him on the show to tell us how he does it, I would appreciate that because he is um, a pretty amazing specimen of physical not aging. He's... uh, taking care of himself for sure. And um, I should mention that my blog this last week was a series of just quick takes on things. Uh, for one, someone asked Bill Sardi for a protocol for Epstein-Barr virus and herpes, so I have that in there. Um, talked a bit about gut health, and I put some new information in the vaccine pros and cons page in the library about um, clots from the vaccine and um, a couple new resources on a database that sorts and analyzes the CDC reports. In the newsletter, um, had some updates on uh, that parents forum in the town hall. There is now a video of that, in case you missed it, and something more on religious exemptions. We'll be right back. Please stay tuned. 
Summer fun, beach, pool, boating, golf, gardening, uh, scratches, dry skin, chapped lips, sunburn, not much fun, unless you're prepared with Lily of the Desert Aloe Vera Jelly and Lip Balm. We all know that the aloe vera plant soothes painful burns, moisturizes, and helps skin heal quickly. In fact, aloe products are everywhere, even in the gift shop of any vacation spot. But you just can't tell by looking that most of them contain very little aloe or that processing has removed the healing elements from the leaves. Insist on Lily of the Desert brand. It's 99% organic aloe. The constituents that give the leaf its magical reputation have been protected and enhanced. Lily of the Desert Aloe Vera Jelly also contains vitamins for a healthy skin and comes in three affordable sizes. Most natural food stores nationwide carry the jelly and lip balm. Buy them now for first aid at home. And for goodness sake, don't go on vacation without it or you may get stuck with that other stuff from the gift shop. Join Lily of the Desert on Facebook. There's an important difference between a low price and a good value. For example, a cheap vitamin supplement becomes expensive if it doesn't work. Nutrition expert Bill Sardi wanted to have a multivitamin that reflected the latest science. That meant better absorbed forms of essential vitamins and crucial minerals like zinc and selenium in the doses that studies showed were beneficial. He could not find that in stores, so had to design one. Molecular Multi. It is so complete that most people can save money by cutting several bottles out of their supplement program. Better yet, receive two bottles free when you buy three. That makes Molecular Multi only about a dollar a day. If your budget needs even more help, host Marty Whittakin says that half a dose of Molecular Multi provides more health benefits than a full dose of virtually any other product. Visit the sponsor page of hbnshow.com or lifespannutrition.com or call 800-247-5731. Subscribe to Marty's free newsletter at the Healthy by Nature Show website, hbnshow.com, hbnshow.com. We're always happy to have on the show Sally Pacioli. She's an emergency room nurse uh, and a busy one. We were able to schedule today on one of her off days, which we planned far ahead, mainly because it's back to school time and we wanted to talk about kids. But first, I want to ask her about something she wrote on the topic of vitamin B12 and COVID. Good morning, Sally. Thanks for being with us. Good morning, Marty. Thank you for having me. And I beg your indulgence that I usually just call you Sally B12, uh, not only because it's it's uh, appropriate, but also because I'm just a wimp in the language department. Um, so who would have thought, I mean, if, if we got our education from the evening news, the... Um, the whole COVID business is just because we didn't have a vaccine. And uh, they even have neglected to mention that there are effective treatments, uh, which cause probably the bulk of the deaths that we've experienced. But never once have I heard anything about B12, maybe here and there, vitamin D, once in a while zinc, but Nobody ever said anything about vitamin B12, so bring us up to date on what the connection is between vitamin B12 and COVID-19. 
Okay, briefly, and then we can talk about the pediatric B12 deficiency. But COVID, um, you need B12 for a healthy immune system, and you need it to prevent vascular occlusions, which can cause blood clots. So if, you're, if your immune system is not healthy, you're more susceptible to catch viruses, flus, colds, any kind of virus. Um, they found back in the 90s, they did it when people got pneumonia vaccines. The people who were B12 deficient, 40% of them didn't have an immune response to the pneumonia vaccine. So it's not only to prevent B, uh, COVID, but also if you're getting immunized, if you're not healthy, you're going to be more susceptible maybe not to make antibodies to fight off a virus and also more susceptible to catch it. The other part is that B12 deficiency causes high homocysteine, which is a, um, a protein that can cause any kind of blood clot, vascular, pulmonary, um, a DVT. So there are markers. And I do firmly believe that we should be testing one of the we should, we should find out the incidence when patients come in with COVID and they're being hospitalized. There's markers that we, uh, blood tests that we do. They should be adding a homocysteine B12 methylonic acid to see what percent of these patients with COVID have a true B12 deficiency that is contributing. And I also believe that B12 should be part of um, the protocol in treating patients. Absolutely. But we shouldn't do it blindly. We need to know the incidence of how many patients have it. Plus, we know the elderly are more susceptible to be B12 deficient. We could go in any nursing home, assisted living center, and find you a patient who is B12 deficient. And B12 causes <laughs> hematologic blood problems. It causes neuropsychiatric disturbances. So people can have balance and gait problems paresthesias, numbness, tingling, dementia, They're, it attacks the brain, the blood, the vascular system. And these patients can be very ill, and some people can be walking around and have it so you're not to where you should be. So it's very important, and I think it's very undermissed, and I'm very somewhat irritated and surprised. There's been some studies with methylcobalamin, but you hear about vitamin D, but they're not giving it the the star or to look at the focus of how this plays a role. And I think it's a big mistake. Some researchers have, but it's not getting distributed to America and to other countries how it should be. Oh, well, we could say that about a lot of things that aren't a, a medication just because that's what the system runs on. Um, yeah, it makes me crazy that there are people in rest homes with a label hanging around their neck, dementia, and nobody has tested to see if they have enough B12. Right. And to, and to give you an example, I'm an ER nurse. I've taken care of numerous COVID patients, people on ventilators, people that they're intubating, et cetera. I mean, since 2020, so we're talking, this has been like over a year, a year and a half. And I have never gotten COVID. I did get vaccinated last uh, December and January, but I never got it when we weren't vaccinated. I haven't gotten it now. We had that influx of patients again in April. My husband's an ER physician. He has never gotten COVID, you know, for a year and a half. We're in our 50s, so we're more at risk than other people. And we're like, you know, in, in the beginning, we weren't even um, – sometimes they were taking our masks away. That was like in the beginning, like you had to sh – like – beginning they didn't have enough masks so 
and sharing gowns, et cetera. Now that has changed. But in saying that, we're on B12. We've never gotten it. My aunt and uncle, who are 93 and 97, they have never gotten it, and they've been vaccinated. But that year, and we were around them, you know, and there's the, the people that I know that we've been on B12 have not been on it. I'm sure there are people that are on it that have gotten it, but it's very interesting. I think it's, it's protective. Well, that's wonderful, and I think if people also have enough vitamin D and zinc along with their B12, they're in much better shape. And um, a frequent guest, Bill Sardi, uh, a health journalist and a formulator, has taught us that vitamin B1 is also important because if you're low in that, the the, um, side effects of that deficiency look just like covid and uh, they're, or just in general, underplaying the role of nutrition. And I just, I wish somebody in authority would wake up one day and say, hey, wait a minute, maybe we ought to help people prevent. Um, but they're wound up to say, get a vaccine, and that's the end of the discussion. So thank you for bringing that up. And I will... I don't have it in there right now, but I will uh, put a link in the archives to the studies documenting uh, what you've been saying about COVID and B12, because you were kind enough to provide those. Yeah, and on my website, I I wrote an article regarding that, I think a year, oh my, in 2020, in June of 2020, regarding COVID and uh, cobalamin or B12 deficiency, and then some links of some articles of researchers, what they have done. So what I'm thinking, definitely, they are kind of proving, and it's not really getting distributed properly. I I will get a link on that before the show is over to your article, at least. And uh, there's already a link in there to both of your books. Could it be B12, an epidemic of misdiagnoses? And the newest one could it be B12 pediatric edition? What every patient needs to parent needs to know about vitamin B12 deficiency, and as you point out, it's also uh, doctors and educators that need to know about B12. Uh, certainly, there are just growing numbers of children with some kind of neurological diagnosis in school, as though it's something that they're catching out of the drinking water, Uh, just autism, uh, various kinds of behavioral issues and uh, learning difficulties of various kinds. Tell us what the connection is between vitamin B12 and how children's nervous systems work. Well, B12 deficiency, as I said, attacks the brain and the nervous system. So adults can get foggy thinking, um, forgetfulness, dementia. They can get mood disorders, psychiatric disturbances. Well, a human is a human. At any age, if you are an infant or you are a geriatric or you're a toddler, it's still going to attack the brain. But the symptoms are going to express themselves a little differently because one's an infant that hasn't wired has unable to speak yet versus an adult can speak. So B12 deficiency can cause dementia in, in middle-aged, older patients. And even in young, like young adults, they can look like they're psychotic, et cetera. 
So if you have a child that is B12 deficient, say an infant, they can begin to look like they're having, they're having neurological um, symptoms. So the number one symptom, sign and symptom of B12 deficiency in infants is developmental delay. So they can have poor socialization, poor motor skills, language delay, speech problems. They can have involuntary movements, tremors, even seizures. And those are the signs of B12 deficiency. The problem is, is those signs and symptoms are beginning signs and symptoms that share with autism spectrum disorders. So anytime you think of autism, a child has to be properly worked up for underlying B12 deficiency because they have identical signs and symptoms. When we come back, I'd like for you to tell us what specific tests that parents and and doctors should look for. We'll be right back with more from Sally B12. Now more than ever, it is important to have a healthy immune system. Many health professionals agree that probiotics are a leading natural therapy for boosting immune health. Why? Because 70% of your body's immune cells reside in the GI tract. By taking a superior probiotic daily, like Dr. O'Hara's probiotics with their postbiotic metabolites, you can enhance your overall immune system and immune response. For additional immune support, get RegActive's immune formula to boost your glutathione levels. Since our glutathione levels go down if we feel stressed, maintaining glutathione levels is a key factor for natural defense. For a short-term immune boost, try Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus, which provides probiotic and immune support and includes Brazilian green propolis for superior antioxidant support and vitamin E, astaxanthin, and flax oil. Be proactive about your immune health. Ask your retailer today about Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, RegActive Immune Formula, and Dr. O'Hara's Propolis Plus today. Also available online. It takes several factors to create cancer. That's why it just makes sense to treat the disease with a variety of therapies. Whatever you decide about mainstream medicine's typical surgery, chemo, and radiation, you should know that the Kasanas Institute has many powerful tools in their toolbox. For example, natural ways to support your immune system, specialized detoxification programs, and a personalized nutritional plan. If chemotherapy is right for your case, the Kasanas Institute also offers a gentler approach low-dose chemotherapy delivered in a smart way that targets the cancer cells more than your healthy cells. Their approach is individualized to you and your type of cancer to provide effectiveness and reduced side effects. At the Kasanis Institute, an experienced care manager will guide you and coordinate options. Don't you deserve a doctor that uses the best of modern science and ancient wisdom? Link from hbnshow.com or call 817-481-6342. Do you wake up refreshed and ready for the day? Good quality sleep is crucial for restoring your body and your brain so we can feel alert and energetic the next day. If you struggle to get to sleep or stay asleep, you'll be glad to know about Gero Formula Sleep Optimizer. This formula combines amino acids and herbs such as GABA, tryptophan, valerian root, and hops to support the body in normalizing sleep. Stress, jet lag, and rotating work shifts are special challenges for sleep. They also benefit from Gero Formula's Optimizer's powerful yet gentle encouragement toward relaxation and healthy sleep cycles. Sleep Optimizer benefits all three stages of sleep so that you can awake rested and energized. Look for Gero Sleep Optimizer at fine health food stores nationwide. As you know, not every product is appropriate for every person. So please read label advice regarding youngsters, disease states, medication use, and pregnancy. 
For complete information, visit Jarrow.com. That's J-A-R-R-O-W.com. Dr. Harris Probiotics has been a proud sponsor of the Healthy by Nature show for well over a decade. We're back with Sally Pacholik. She is the author of two great books on vitamin B12 uh, and documentaries and other um, activism, I would call it, because she is on a mission. This isn't about selling books. This is about saving people and saving lives. And I now have her name linked to her website. I just now found the article about COVID. I'll get that on here shortly, but uh, at least now you can get to her website. And um, right when we went to break, you were saying that children who have a diagnosis of being on the autism spectrum or any neurological thing, one of the first things that parents should do is have them tested for B12. What specific tests should they ask for? So they have to do these three tests together, uh, serum B12, methylmalonic acid, it's a blood test or a urine test, and homocysteine. The last two tests, methylmalonic acid and homocysteine, um, they become elevated when a person is deficient in vitamin B12. So they're good markers. You cannot go by a serum B12 by itself. So you have those three tests have to be done together. The other problem is a lot of uh, parents may go out there and start running out and buying B12. And we get so many, not just parents, but even adults with B12 deficiency, they hear something or somebody tells them something or a doctor says, oh, go take some B12. They'll take it, and then they want to be tested. Well, then you're going to screw up your blood results. So you have to refrain from trying to self-treat if your child has beginning signs and symptoms. Those should be part in every um, child that's suspected to have autism. doesn't mean every child with autism has B12 deficiency. Of course not. But it needs to be ruled out and ruled out properly because you have a critical window of opportunity to treat before you can cause permanent damage to the brain. What about infants? Uh, are mothers that are B12 endangering their offspring? Yes. And the one of the... Big problems is women who are pregnant should be tested for B12 deficiency to see if they're deficient because one type of B12 deficiency is called maternal B12 deficiency. The mother is low in B12 and therefore it's passed on to her child during the growth of the fetus or sometimes she becomes more B12 deficient and it's being transferred so the child's getting more but then that woman is decides to breastfeed, which breastfeeding is excellent, which is great, and we promote that in hospitals and maternity units, et cetera. We want women to breastfeed. But if you are B12 deficient and you don't know it and you are breastfeeding, unknowingly you can injure your child because your breast milk is not going to have enough B12. And that's why a child will be born normal and then over weeks, months, you're gonna, you can see changes. And it, it's like a math, mathematical equation. Depends how severe the deficiency is to when it's going to be brought on. And there's other factors that can bring it on. Why some women don't know that they're – these are the risk factors for women to have B12 deficiency. You think, well, who can be B12 deficient? Well, 
you can have any kind of gastrointestinal disorder. If you have Crohn's disease, celiac, irritable bowel syndrome, and pregnant women can have this. If you've had a bariatric surgery, uh, like a gastric bypass for weight loss, any kind of ileal surgery of the ileum. If you have an autoimmune disorder, you're more at risk. One of them is autoimmune pernicious anemia. If you chronically take proton pump inhibitors or H2 blockers like omeprazole, pepsid, if you're on metformin, uh, diabetics take that, and people take that for polycystic ovarian disease. Um, if, you're, if you've ever abused nitrous oxide, people, if they call it hippie, crap in the, hippie crack in the United Kingdom, um, people abuse that to get high. There's a lot of teens, tweens, and young adults who use that at parties. And we give nitrous oxide to get for wisdom teeth to be removed. Dentists use it in some procedures. Medically, we use it. People with eating disorders, anorexia, bulimia, and a big community is vegans, vegetarians, lacto-ova. So some women can have be a vegan and say they had an autoimmune disorder or they're on Prilosec. They're going to have more of a risk. So there are many factors that can make people B12 deficient. So this is why it's important for doctors to screen women, and they should, I believe, when in like an infancy in their three-month checkup, they should be doing urine, methylmonic acids, and testing these children, identifying them early so we don't have poor outcomes. Well, that's a great explanation of how the mothers can become deficient, but um, let's say she was deficient and the child got a good start as an infant, but then by the time they get to school, they're deficient. How does that happen? Well, it depends on their eating. There are a lot of uh, women and children that they're, they're giving, like, the vegan or vegetarian diet. Children are picky eaters. Um, B12 is only found in animal products. So, you know, it has to be in meat, uh, shellfish, um, cheese, milk. So it depends on what they're eating. Uh, there's other things. There are their MTHFR gene mutation. So you can have gene mutations. It can be through diet. They could have gotten nitrous oxide for procedures. For instance, I know a child that had a circumcision repair, and they gave that child nitrous oxide during that. So that child had a problem to begin with, and then that plummeted their B12 more, and they thought this child had autism. So there are different reasons you have to get a good history and to see. And it's just like we do any other tests. It should be included in the diagnostic workup. One other interesting thing is back 20 years ago um, in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, it was a national health and nutrition exams, they did study the incidence of B12 deficiency. And they found children less than age four who are deficient. They're considering a deficiency less than 200 picograms per milliliter was 3%. Now, 3%, you go, well, that's not a lot. That is huge because the incidence of autism spectrum disorder is only 1.5%. One in every 68 children, 1.5% have are diagnosed on the autism spectrum disorder. But B12 deficiency is one in every 33 if you, you know, took it with the population, which would be 3%. So it's double. This is a, a, another supporting reason why we need to test for it. The incidence was not studied in ages 4 to 19, but in saying that 3%, you think, well, that's low. Low B12, which is between 200 and 300, which is 
we need to up that lower up to 500, but we'll use their ranges, which is wrong, but we'll use it. Um, it was not studied in patients 0 to 19, but they found 15% age 20 to 59 was in that lower range. So we have a problem, and you have young women, even teenagers who get pregnant and younger women and people in their 20s and 30s have low B12 or deficiency that don't need it, and we have to remember in, in young adults, you can have depression, any kind of psychiatric disorder, and many patients are placed on antipsychotics, antidepressants, anxiety medications, all mental health issues. You always, you have to rule out B12 deficiency because then these women can get pregnant and you don't know, and it's not just having for the offspring, but you certainly don't want to have an underlying B12 deficiency, which is causing the mental illness symptoms or, or adding on to a situational problem or mental health, and that's a, a dark road to go down. And we find many patients in psychiatric institutions that have been B12 defici- deficient who have been misdiagnosed. So oh, everybody and, needs to have those tests done and, if they're symptomatic. And we are always shocked when we hear in the news a 10-year-old has committed suicide, uh, wouldn't that be horrific if it had been just because the mother thought she was doing the kid a favor by putting him on a vegan diet and didn't bother to check vitamin B12? Well, Sally, this has been great. I now have a link to your article in the archive description of today's show. So folks, go there. Take advantage of the great information in her books and the resources on her website. Thank you, Sally. And folks, please stay tuned. Coming up, Dr. Peter McCullough. At half past the hour, you are tuned to Healthy by Nature with certified clinical nutritionist Marty Whittakin. Are you living with chronic pain from injury or the degeneration of aging? Knee, hip, shoulder, and back surgeries can be risky, expensive, even with insurance, and entail long, painful recoveries. Steroid shots give only temporary relief and can damage joints. Thankfully, our creator blessed us with stem cells. They are the amazing power that built our bodies and fixed problems fast when we were kids. Stem cells reduce inflammation, regenerate tissue anywhere in the body, and balance immune function. However, as we age, we lose most of these tiny miracle workers. Replenish them with Infinity Cell Therapy. The therapy is simple, safe, virtually painless, affordable, and you do not miss work to recover. Infinity Umbilical Cord Stem Cells are pure and extremely vibrant. Be younger and stronger for longer. Call 800-507-6509 today for a free ebook and to schedule your no-cost, no-obligation, no-pressure consultation or to find a stem cell seminar in your area. Call 800-507-6509 today. In an era of censorship, there are things you just can't say these days. Wouldn't it be wonderful to be free again? But just the thought of getting older and having to take all those prescription drugs. I'm Bill Sardi, formulator of Longevinix, which we now call the nothing pill. Wouldn't you like to be 50 and wake up 25 years later and feel the same? To age chronologically but not biologically? A recent report says Americans have expanded their lifespan, but now need to expand their health span. To have your genes reprogrammed to be healthy instead of inheriting the maladies of your grandparents. To look in the mirror 15 years after you began taking Longevinix, the red wine pill, and realize you've barely aged at all. 
In fact, a Longevinex user reports a test of his biological age was 20 years below his calendar age. A recent study says a widely used prescription drug can now expand the human health span. But resveratrol, the key ingredient in Longevinex, works up to 200 times better than that prescription drug. I think of my own experience. Now 76 years after birth, my eyesight is 20-20. My optometrist examined the back of my eyes to find no cholesterol deposits that 91% of people my age have. But we are silenced. Our lips must remain sealed. Our overlords restrict what we can say about Longevinix to almost nothing. And that's why we now call it the nothing pill. What we can't say about Longevinix speaks loudly. In the 1600s, it was physician Thomas Fuller who said, disease is felt, but health not at all. Wouldn't it be great to feel nothing again? Longevinix, the nothing pill. Call 866-405-4000. That's 866-405-4000 for Longevinix, the nothing pill. Healthy by Nature is sponsored in part by HealthWorksMart.com. When I say Peter A. McCullough, M.D., our regular listeners know exactly who I'm talking about. Uh, I will give you a brief introduction for those that are new to the show, but I'm not going to take anywhere near the time it would take to do justice to his introduction because we don't have a lot of time and we have a lot of questions. Dr. McCullough is a practicing internist, cardiologist. He's an epidemiologist. He's widely published in the medical literature, I mean hundreds of articles, uh, over 40 just on the topic of COVID-19. He edits medical journals. He's been a leader in the long and frustrating fight to get COVID patients early treatment to keep them out of the hospital. He's uh, educated just a legion of doctors and saved untold lives, and he's been very generous with his time to be on the Healthy by Nature show, and today he's interrupting his travel schedule. So good morning and welcome. Good morning, Mike. It's great to be here. I'm uh, coming to you from a Medical Freedom Conference in Salt Lake, Utah. Oh, cool. Well, Medical Freedom is... uh, a topic for a whole nother show we could do on that for sure. And the first part of that is you have to have freedom to discuss medical issues, and we're having more and more trouble with that. Um, A a number of questions here that uh, some came in from listeners, some of them are mine. first one is I think there's still confusion about if you do not have any symptoms, can you still spread COVID? No, the answer is no. If you don't have symptoms, it just means the virus is not spreading outside the nose and mouth. And so a positive test when there's no symptoms either means it's a false positive test or you're already forming immunity. So if you're completely asymptomatic, don't worry about spreading it to anyone. It can't happen. Now, so there just aren't enough loose virus floating around there for you to be a cause of, of trouble. Um, That's and- correct. That's correct. There's a paper by uh, Kao and colleagues from China. They, they looked at 10 million Chinese. They were able to find 300 who truly had the virus by all uh, testing methods in the nose. 
that were asymptomatic, and they were all forming immunity to it, and they didn't spread it to anybody. So we can be very reassured. People without symptoms cannot spread the virus. That means we don't have to test people without symptoms. And the mantra now is the unvaccinated are a threat to the vaccinated. Anything you'd like to weigh in on that about? Well, part of that's a concern that the vaccines don't work. So the people who are vaccinated feel vulnerable, and, and they should. There's a paper by Haver and colleagues from the CDC, uh, CDC data showing in June that 23% of all people hospitalized in the United States were partially or fully vaccinated. We have data from Israel, Gibraltar, Singapore, the United Kingdom showing the vaccines are failing. Um, but, but, but the vaccinated and the unvaccinated shouldn't be fearful of one another. I mean, they have an equal risk of getting COVID-19. The main issue is whether vaccinated or unvaccinated. We shouldn't prejudice against one another. We should treat early to prevent hospitalization and death. Question on dosage from the vaccines. Uh, now, any anyone older than 12 is eligible, but I have to wonder, and my husband brought this up, it was a good question, is the dose the same for a skinny 12-year-old as a 250-pound 40-year-old? The answer is yes, because the um, vaccine that has the emergency use authorization, not FDA approved, but EUA authorization is Pfizer, and Pfizer is the same dose. But does that really make sense? No, it doesn't. And in the paper by Frank and colleagues in the New England Journal of Medicine, May 27th, the kids had really high rates of side effects with, you know, 30 microgram dose for a, for a child is 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 could be for a small, like you say, skinny 12-year-old, could be a big dose of messenger RNA that kids got very sick with high fevers, body aches, nausea, vomiting. Uh, many had to stay out of school. And I heard that the Moderna has three times the dose of the Pfizer. So if a kid gets the Moderna, then they're really getting a, a big load? And to my knowledge, Moderna is not yet... EUA approved for children. I may have missed that. Um, I believe it's just Pfizer. Uh, boy, oh. I hope Moderna would be adjusted because Moderna at 100 micrograms, you're right, is three times as strong as Pfizer. Uh, interestingly, a paper by Purinick and colleagues from Mayo Clinic in Boston show that uh, Moderna in Rochester, Minnesota, is holding up with better vaccine efficacy, 72% protection versus Pfizer at 42%. Well. Oh. Heard on the news this week for the first time a comparison in effectiveness of the three main types of vaccine. And that's going part way to what you've been saying we need. The other part of that equation is are they going to compare the relative safety of them or they just not want to discuss safety at all because it might be a disincentive? Americans deserve a report card. We deserve this back in January and February. We should have at least a monthly report card of how the vaccines are doing, which ones are the best in terms of protecting Americans, and how can they be administered safely. Um, Janice wanted to know, is should a sick person be vaccinated or not? Uh, let's say that sick with anything. Yeah, I would say absolutely not. The CDC agrees. Definitely not 90 days within any type of illness. Uh, we've seen some patients sick with COVID-19, and anecdotally, uh, they tried to vaccinate a sick patient with COVID-19 in the hospital. 
And uh, that can be catastrophic in terms of provoking blood clots, making the patient much more sick. Uh, patients who've had COVID-19, who are sick with COVID-19, definitely not vaccinated. And once they've recovered, they have complete and robust and durable immunity, and so they don't need vaccination. So the nice thing about being COVID-recovered is no, no need for vaccination, no benefit of vaccination. And the only thing that can happen if you take a vaccine is be harmed. Uh, I have a, a listener concern because he's a civil servant. He's going to be forced to take a vaccine, but he has recovered from COVID. And that apparently isn't a good enough exemption. Is that right? Well, it certainly is. Yeah, it's a good enough exemption, certainly for medical reasons. So uh, for the medical decision-making, if one is COVID-recovered, they were excluded by the FDA from the clinical studies of Pfizer, Moderna, and J&J. So if the FDA excluded them from clinical studies, people can't be forced to take them COVID-recovered, excluded from COVID-19 vaccination. So there should be a strong effort for uh, medical exemption, certainly a religious exemption, because in that case, it can only harm the body by injection that violates most religious uh, and ethical beliefs. Uh, and so um, so that one should be definitely disputed and then uh, potentially even uh, taken to a court because uh, COVID recovered should not be vaccinated. Excellent. And we've got just a minute here before the break, but if um, we should say something about the FDA approval, uh, it's my understanding, correct me if this isn't right, that what the FDA approved was a a vaccine that will be just like the Pfizer vaccine, except it will have different requirements for for disclosure and so on. And it's called the Comirnaty vaccine. But what's in circulation everybody's getting is still the emergency use authorization. Is that about right? That's correct. Pfizer not approved. Comirnaty in the future has conditional approval. And conditional on more studies and more disclosures and confirmation of what's in it. And final. The pursuit of a healthy immune system is so important for our long-term health. And being healthy for the long-term is everyone's goal, right? So which immune health supplement is recommended for those who also have cardiovascular concerns? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract. Aged garlic extract, regarded as one of the leading natural heart health supplements, has been clinically proven to help reduce high blood pressure and inflammation. Experts believe this alleviates demands on the body's energy stores, freeing it up to fight invaders. The result? A more responsive immune system. Kyolic aged garlic extract begins with 100% organically grown garlic and is the most scientifically researched, highest quality, and best-selling odorless garlic extract supplement. And for extra support, get Kyolic aged garlic extract immune formula 103. Try Kyolic aged garlic extract for a healthy heart and a healthy immune system. Discover more at kyolic.com. That's K-Y-O-L-I-C.com. People who regularly drink coffee or tea, consume sugary foods, and in particular drink wine, beer, or spirits, and people who take antacid or diuretic water pills deplete their body of vitamin B1, also known as thiamine. Symptoms of vitamin B1 deficiency can include headaches, chronic cough, racing heart, constipation or diarrhea, non-infectious fever, crippling weakness and pain, difficulty walking or talking, loss of smell and taste, breathlessness, loss of hunger, sweating, tingling in hands and feet, memory problems, and more. The answer to these problems is vitamin B1 in the preferred fat-soluble form provided in Nerve Guardian. It is the new dietary supplement from Lifespan Nutrition. Nerve Guardian provides 10 times more vitamin B1 than the best diet. 
Buy one bottle of Nerve Guardian and get a second bottle free. That's a full eight-month supply for just $3.12 per month. Call Lifespan Nutrition today and ask for Nerve Guardian. Call 800-247-5731. That's 800-247-5731. Wouldn't you like to increase your energy level and kickstart your natural healing power? Imagine reduced pain, less bloating, and enjoying a restful night's sleep. Maybe you need to improve your mood or get rid of headaches. Or perhaps you have loved ones who struggle with indigestion, Alzheimer's, concussion, or other discomforts. At HM3 Light, we offer the amazing Body Light Pad. Over 300 studies show how a special type of light helps with all those issues and more. This special light therapy helps by improving blood circulation and reducing inflammation. Those actions, along with detoxing the brain, can help post-stroke patients. To request studies that pertain to your particular interest or to learn about our lease-to-own program, call 800-580-1102. At HM3 Light, we are here to help you enhance, strengthen, and improve your whole body health with our flexible body light pad. Call 800-580-1102. Subscribe to Marty's free newsletter at the Healthy by Nature Show website, hbnshow.com, hbnshow.com. My guest is Peter A. McCullough, M.D. He is an expert on COVID-19 and a leader in getting treatment for patients. He's an internist, an epidemiologist, and a practicing cardiologist. Knows what good science looks like because he edits medical journals. Um, We got you cut off by the commercial. You were adding one more requirement to the the eventual approval of that new version, new name for the uh, Pfizer vaccine. To clarify, uh, German company BioNTech has the vaccine called Comirnaty, which is very similar uh, to the Pfizer vaccine. That's the one that got conditional approval, and that vaccine has a um, conditional package insert that has to be finally negotiated, and there's some upcoming meetings with the FDA. So it's not a done deal. The current existing Pfizer vaccine approved for ages 12 and up that is uh, not fully FDA approved, and that was a false talking point that even came out in the presidential, most recent presidential address that, uh, in fact, Pfizer is not approved when it's been a widely disseminating talking point to the opposite. Yes, we got to watch out for those talking points, and we also need to know who is checking on the fact checkers, but that, again, is another show. Um, if I wanted to give listeners one study to go to that most clearly points out the side effects of the vaccine in terms of the microclots. Can you rattle off a name for me right now or just email it to me? I'll email it to you. The, The papers about the side effects of the vaccines are very slow to come into publication. There's a lot of bias against letting anything come into publication that's against the vaccines, but I still encourage everyone to go to openvaers.com slash data, openvaers.com slash data, and look at the weekly report. We have now um, 
over 675,000 safety reports in the United States. And you can see the ones that are related to blood clots, uh, heart attacks, strokes. Um, um, uh, those are the most common ones. And I, I have a feeling that a lot of the fatalities that occur are related to blood clots. Oh, well, I do have a link to that several places in the library section on COVID-19 because I think that really tells the story very well from a, what's happening on the ground perspective. Um, Susan wanted to know, are certain blood types at higher risk for COVID? Have you seen anything to indicate that? My understanding is that blood type A is a higher risk for um, higher risk for severe symptoms. So it's not a high risk for getting it. And the reason being is the blood cells, uh, what's called hemagglutinate. It's a form of blood clotting. It's a unique form of blood clotting due to a virus because the spike protein uh, basically attaches to red blood cells on the surface. And, and type A blood may be more likely to do that. Tricia asks, uh, she has Hashimoto's thyroiditis, and she wonders if that would qualify her for a medical exemption. You know, at this point in time, I think anybody who has a chronic medical condition where the immune system is affecting the body uh, is at risk for additional immune injury. And a paper by Rose and colleagues has shown that you know, the four major non-fatal areas for injury in the body are the immune system, blood system, heart, and neurologic system. Hashimoto's uh, thyroiditis is an autoimmune condition. So I, I think at this point in time, given the safety record of the vaccines, my advice is to be conservative on this and uh, defer on the vaccine. And Sally asked, um, COVID pneumonia, any special advice about that? COVID pneumonia is the term given to the appearance on chest X-ray and on CT. I think it's a misnomer. Uh, my understanding of this is I think it's micro blood clots in the lungs. And when COVID pneumonia is declared, probably the most important thing is to take a full-dose aspirin, 325 milligrams, and then blood thinners like injectable Lovenox or oral drugs such as Apixidan. I think there's been a mistake in the past where COVID pneumonia is treated with antibiotics or, or even remdesivir. And, and when the oxygen saturation is low, that's because there's blood clots in the lungs. Every single autopsy has been done in someone who dies of COVID-19. Uh, almost always blood clots are found in the lungs. Uh, and the antibiotics would not help that? And blood, yeah, antibiotics would not affect blood clots. I mean, they could be helpful if there's some superimposed infection. But the, the main thing, if there's blood clots, we need aspirin and blood thinners. We have uh, mandates, which now have been changed to the more acceptable uh, PR term requirements uh, for masks, vaccines, and so on. Uh, what are your thoughts about the mask mandates? Well, public masking uh, in general doesn't work because when people feel well, they don't have the virus. So if we have two people who feel well and they don't have the virus, wearing masks on those two people obviously can't do anything. I think a much more intelligent strategy is to have sick student and sick employee policies. If someone's sick, uh, put on a mask, remove themselves from work or school and go home. We should definitely not have sick employees or kids go to school. Um, I think if we did that, we could avoid all the issues of public masking and move on in life. And it surely wouldn't hurt to work on your immune system, making sure that you have sufficient levels of vitamin D and zinc and uh, all the other things that we've been talking about on this program that boosts your natural immune reaction. Um, 
Go ahead, sir. I agree. And, and, and weight loss and fitness, very important. Yes. A couple more questions when we come back after this break with Dr. Peter McCullough, who had to get up real early this morning, and we sure appreciate his effort. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics, not just another powder in a capsule. With hundreds of probiotic products to choose from, what makes health experts worldwide consider Dr. O'Hara's probiotics superior? Dr. O'Hara's crowning distinction is the 500-plus postbiotic metabolites produced during its three-year fermentation process. Why are postbiotics so important? Postbiotics are vital for sustained digestive balance and overall immune health. Postbiotics are fundamental for hormonal balance, weight management, skin care, and brain health. Postbiotics are the Dr. O'Hara advantage that is essential to our health and wellness. Encapsulated in a vegetarian soft gel, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics is a live paste of 12 strains of probiotic bacteria and nourishing prebiotics from whole fruits and vegetables. Join the millions of people worldwide who know the power of Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Go to www.essentialformulas.com today to find a retailer near you or search online. Wouldn't you like to eliminate bacteria, odors, dust, pollen, pet dander, and other allergens from the air in your home and office? Negative ions are the reason that air is so fresh and invigorating around waterfalls and the seashore. Innovative Ion Box uses those same negative ions to purify any room in your home, especially the bedroom. Ion Box devices are quite affordable and conveniently small so that you can take one with you to work, in the car, and even on vacation. Studies show that because of its advanced microchip technology, no other ion purifier, even much larger units, come close to the effectiveness of Ion Box. Plus, it's ozone-free, and there are no filters to change at removing bacteria, odors, dust, pollen, pet dander, or other allergens. Improve your sleep, mental focus, mood, energy, and performance. Stay healthier with Ion Box. Visit the shop page of hbnshow.com. Again, that's the shop page of hbnshow.com. People who regularly drink coffee or tea, consume sugary foods, and in particular drink wine, beer, or spirits, and people who take antacid or diuretic water pills deplete their body of vitamin B1, also known as thiamine. Symptoms of vitamin B1 deficiency can include headaches, chronic cough, racing heart, constipation or diarrhea, non-infectious fever, crippling weakness and pain, difficulty walking or talking, loss of smell and taste, breathlessness, loss of hunger, sweating, tingling in hands and feet, memory problems, and more. The answer to these problems is vitamin B1 in the preferred fat-soluble form provided in Nerve Guardian. It is the new dietary supplement from Lifespan Nutrition. Nerve Guardian provides 10 times more vitamin B1 than the best diet. Buy one bottle of Nerve Guardian and get a second bottle free. That's a full eight-month supply for just $3.12 per month. Call Lifespan Nutrition today and ask for Nerve Guardian. Call 800-247-5731. That's 800-247-5731. Sign up for podcasts or listen to past programs on our website, hbnshow.com, hbnshow.com. If you go to the archive description of today's show and you click on Dr. McCullough, his name, it will take you to a bio. I also have a whole page 
with links to various interviews he's done where you can get a, just a wonderful amount of specific detail on the types of things we've been talking about today. And uh, let's just take this last two and a half minutes, Dr. McCullough, to let you just give us words of wisdom in this time of renewed panic. The big update I have for your listeners is there was quite a bit of news regarding ivermectin in the last week. And we heard about Joe Rogan, famous podcaster, who was treated early. He had high-risk features and high-risk symptoms of COVID-19. He received the monoclonal antibodies and then ivermectin, other drugs in combination, including prednisone. And Joe Rogan took what was probably a 30-day illness and a risk of hospitalization and death for him, and he reduced it to about a three or four days of illness. And he was really the poster child for how sequential early drug multi-therapy, multi-drug therapy should be used COVID-19. But there was a backlash. We heard from the American Medical Association. We heard from the director of the National Allergy Institute at the NIH not to use ivermectin, that there were no studies supporting ivermectin, uh, and that it was horse-paced. It was used as a horse dewormer. Uh, CNN, multiple reporters, and MSNBC creating a giant stream of misinformation. Uh, well, I came on Dan Baldwin America. I set the story straight. We have over 60 studies supporting the use of ivermectin in COVID-19, over 31 randomized trials, and then the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons that supports the Early Home Treatment Guide put an official letter to the AMA basically stating, listen, if the AMA and these other organizations are going to offer nothing for patients for early treatment, they should stand down and remove their uh, misinformation comments and misleading comments from the public. All it's doing is harm. Yes, and they, it's easy to mock. They've had a lot of fun with this, humiliating people who used it. But if people have resorted to going to the farm store and getting the wrong dose, it's because the government authorities did not make it easy to get the right dose from a doctor. They made it seem like a very bad idea, and so the doctors were even afraid to prescribe it. It's an FDA-approved medication, and we know what its safety profile is. But if you take gigantic amounts of almost any prescription drug, you could cause trouble. You know, the uh, Poison Control Center call data was revealed on trial site news, and it found out the calls to Poison Control Center on ivermectin were largely just administrative dose clarification calls. There were no deaths, and there weren't any serious illnesses to be reported in terms of side effects. So all of that regarding ivermectin this is misinformation. It should be standard of care in the early ambulatory treatment of COVID-19. Well, thank you very much, Dr. McCullough, and uh, good luck at your conference, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you, Marty. Healthy by Nature Bye. is sponsored in part by Lily of the Desert Aloeceuticals. Are you living with chronic pain from injury or the degeneration of aging? Knee, hip, shoulder, and back surgeries can be risky, expensive, even with insurance, and entail long, painful recoveries. Steroid shots give only temporary relief and can damage joints. Thankfully, our creator blessed us with stem cells. They are the amazing power that built our bodies and fixed problems fast when we were kids. Stem cells reduce inflammation, regenerate tissue anywhere in the body, and balance immune function. 
However, as we age, we lose most of these tiny miracle workers. Replenish them with Infinity Cell Therapy. The therapy is simple, safe, virtually painless, affordable, and you do not miss work to recover. Infinity umbilical cord stem cells are pure and extremely vibrant. Be younger and stronger for longer. Call 800-507-6509 today for a free ebook and to schedule your no-cost, no-obligation, no-pressure consultation or to find a stem cell seminar in your area. Call 800-507-6509 today. 